Second. And this is the Sound Bros production podcast called Pod, Pod Bros. Bros. Hey, we had a uh, we had a fun Thanksgiving week last week, and we got a little serious, and so today is going to be an interesting, fun, light day. Hopefully, is the plan. So, um, you know, we got uh, we got a lot of stuff going on here in our local uh, area of the neighborhood. Uh, so we are Sound Bros Productions. We are on iTunes. Finally, yes, we are. Um, and we are still working on the Google Play. Um, I am having trouble getting the Google Play podcast side page to come up on my computer. I don't know what the deal is. So uh, that's what we're working on on that end. We are on Podbean. you got to look up Sound Bros Productions um, podcast uh, because there's another Pod Bros out there somewhere. Um, and they are not us. So No, they're not. Um, so yeah, look them up. Um, so here in Prescott, coming up uh, the month of December, we got a bunch of fun little things. Um, we do, because Prescott is, of course, the Christmas city. Arizona Christmas city, indeed. Um, why do you have to qualify it by that? Why can't you just say it's the Prescott Christmas city? Because it's Arizona's Christmas city. But it could just be the Christmas city, though. Yeah, but I'm sure there's some other places in the world that have their own Christmas city. Yeah, but we city. don't care about those other cities. We just care about this being the Christmas city. You're a nationalist. <laughs> sure, we'll go with that. But when they talk about it, they don't say Arizona. They don't say Arizona's Christmas City. They just say Prescott is the Christmas City. Do they really? Yes. Okay. Well, Prescott is the Christmas City in Arizona. See, you just gotta qualify. <laughs> you just can't help it but qualify. No, I can't help it. I'm stuck in my I'm stuck in my old ways here. Yes, old um, ways. Uh, so, what do we got coming up? Old ways in uh, in order here. Oh, we sorry, got stuff yeah. coming. Okay. You know, yeah. I mean, ignore the old oh. comments. Well, of course, the uh, the first thing, which has already been going on since uh, right before Thanksgiving, was um, the Valley of Lights. Right. Is going on in Prescott Valley. Um, and that is going on all through December to January 1st. Sometimes they go after, depending on what happens. But for the most part, it's just till January 1st. Um, you can drive through um, or you can walk through on specific days or specific times or whatever. Yes, no getting run over. Um, and I guess they're going to have all sorts of fun stuff with the walkthrough this time. Really? With like hot chocolate and stuff. I'm not sure. That's exactly. awesome. Um, and of course, how far, it's, of a, it's, how far of that is a walk? Like a quarter mile? I think it's just a mile. Oh, it's, it's a mile. A, I, I don't know. It's not that long. I mean, it waves back and forth, but you take it nice and slow. It doesn't. I mean, yeah, it's just enjoyable. Nice leisurely yeah. pace. But um, it's free, of course. Um, they do accept donations, but it is free. And uh, there's that. And so then um, this week on uh, Friday nights, Friday night, yes, is that this Friday in Prescott, night in Prescott Valley? Is the is the what? The uh, Parade of Lights. The Parade of Lights. In I believe it's I on believe the 6th. it's this Friday. Um, the 6th, right? Or the 5th? I, I don't know. I'm looking it up right now. 
that is the uh, the rattling and and uh, texting here is uh, is me going through my. Yeah, I'm not 100 percent sure on that one, but I do know that on the seventh is the courthouse lighting. is the courthouse lighting, which starts with the uh, city the um, Christmas city parade, which starts at 1 p.m. Right? You hear that? Yes, wow. I can hear that. My apologies. I can hear the wobbling because you have your iPad connected to this to the uh, boom mic to the to the mic. Okay. Um, and then the courthouse lighting, which starts at six, six, five. You really need I to pull that, all this up. I, I'm, so I'm, we working, can on right all right I'm working on it right now. I'm working on it. Because we're just, we're just kind of throwing random numbers out right now. <laughs> and people are just super confused. Hopefully people are not going based on, uh, don't, don't take our word on this stuff right now. Yet. 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 Until yet. he pulls it up and then we'll be able to tell you exactly. Although the Valley of Lights is going on right now. That is legit. So, um, obviously not right now because it's eleven in the morning and you wouldn't be able to see anything. It would just look a bunch of. You're not supposed to tell people what time it is. They don't know. We could have recorded this at you know two in the morning or three in the morning. Whatever. Oh, in the afternoon. <laughs> Uh, this is not the time you were looking for. <laughs> Does it really matter what time no, it, it really is right doesn't. now? No, it really Until doesn't. we start going live with Until this? Until we start going live. Okay, so the Prescott Christmas Parade and Courthouse Lighting. Saturday, December 7th at 1 p.m. to 8 p.m. is uh, is what they're saying. So uh, the parade begins at 1 p.m. The Courthouse Lighting Ceremony will begin at 6 p.m. Okay, I thought it was 6. Yeah, so you were correct. So, um, did you pull up the Prescott Valley Parade? No, I was pulling up the Prescott Parade. Well, you wanted the Prescott Valley one, We too? started with the Prescott Valley Parade. Oh, hang you on. Just, you just skipped over it. You just don't even care. Yeah, I don't care about Prescott Valley. I like Prescott better They're, anyway. But their parade is cool because they do it at nighttime and they have all their, all the parades are, all the floats are covered with like crazy amounts of lights. That is true. That is true. And, uh, they usually have the, um, they usually have some crazy Christmas decorations set up all around the, uh, Civic Center. Uh, yes, the Civic Center. So, a couple of years they had uh, they had a pretty cool um, they had a pretty cool display that someone built, set up in the lobby of the courtroom on really? the bottom floor. It was uh, it was like a ten by ten table, and it was somebody had built like a Christmas city, oh very nice type thing, and it was all covered with lights and everything and these giant Christmas trees on it that they built by hand. It was pretty cool. That is awesome. So. Okay, so, Prescott Valley. Go ahead. Uh, the Holiday Festival of Lights and Parade. Yes. Um, because apparently they can't say the Christmas Festival of Light and Parade because I don't know why. Um, I'm going to blame Justin Bieber for this one. Why? I don't know. It just popped into my head. Everything is Bieber's fault. Okay. Um, so, uh, it is December 6th, and it starts at 5 and ends at 7. Nice. Okay, cool. So uh, they light the town uh, holiday lights and the light parade. So those are those are those, and it is at uh, seventy five zero one East Skoog Boulevard. Nice. So the boulevard so, named after. So what I'm wondering about is Mayor Skoog. They call them holiday lights because they have other lights up besides Christmas lights. Is what that other, the reason? Yeah. What other lights are up? See, because this is the thing I've always wondered about. Because Prescott is called the Christmas City. Correct. And the courthouse is covered with Christmas lights 
and they have like menorah style candles on the sides. Right. But they still call them Christmas lights though. And Prescott Valley, for the most part, has just Christmas lights. Like I've never seen them have any other lights set up around. Yeah, it's all Christmas. So, but they call it a holiday lights though. Eh, it's somebody being weird. Probably oh, someone. You know what it is? Right. It's usually, and this is something I've noticed a lot, and I'm just going to kind of go on this little tangent for a moment. Typically, someone who thinks that they need to call them holiday lights are usually someone who is offended for someone else. Oh, yes. Yeah, you can't say that. Uh, you're not this person, but you still can't say that. What? Why? But you're not upset about this, though. No, no, no. I'm not upset about this, but we don't want to say this because well, we, we don't want to offend someone offend else. That. Yeah, we don't want to offend yeah. this other person. It's like. Why don't we let them be offended for themselves? And we're back on snowflakes again. I, I'm just saying. Or what is the term? This social is, justice this warriors? Is, it, you know what? This has been happening for a long time. Long before snowflakes were even born. Long before millennials were even, were even born. This whole let's not offend people let's thing. Offend for somebody else. For someone else or whatever has been going on. True. Especially around Christmas. I yeah, mean, it's I mean, the honestly, whole Xmas thing. And the... Yeah, it's it's the whole Christ thing. And what's funny to me is that the Christmas season has tons of holidays in it, which is awesome. Yeah. You have Thanksgiving, you have Hanukkah, yep. you have Christmas, you have Kwanzaa. For those of you who celebrate it, Happy I don't, Kwanzaa. I don't know who you are, but <laughs> good on you for keeping that one alive. You have Yule. Um, you have Yule, you have Festivus. Festivus. Um, and so you have all these holidays, but the fact of the matter is... The holiday is Christmas. It's Christmas. That's what we're all celebrating. That's what we're all getting presents for. And most of the time, people who celebrate Hanukkah also celebrate Christmas. Right. Most of the time. Most, I mean, for the most part. I mean, there are some, some of those that just celebrate Hanukkah, and they don't celebrate Christmas as well. But, I mean... What I don't understand is why why we have to call them holiday lights. And not just Christmas lights. I mean, it's one thing to say happy holidays because there is multiple holidays. Right, of course. But if you're saying it because of that, I don't have any problem with that. But if you're saying it because you are you feel like someone's going to be offended by saying happy Hanukkah to someone. Or Merry Christmas. Or Merry Christmas to someone. Yeah, I miss Merry Christmas. I know there's a lot of other holidays in there, but come on. You, you know what? It's Merry Christmas. No, but here's what I'm saying, though. If someone said Happy Hanukkah to me, I, I would be honored by that. Yeah. Well, you look acidic. So. But, I, but I mean, regardless of the way I look, the Jews have been part of the United States from the very beginning. Yeah, absolutely. As a matter of fact, they were some of the uh, key financial investors in the American f- uh, War for Independence. Really? Yeah. And now they don't know their head from their that's just a modern iteration <laughs> but what my point is is that to to say happy holidays because you're afraid you're going to offend someone is to deny being an american being an american is about sharing all of the holidays with each other well it's about the integration part i mean for it's, goodness sake there is a christmas together. carol that talks about yuletide greetings yeah christmas carol about Utah greetings. Two right. different holidays right. mixed together in the same song. Well, I mean, that is that is the whole part of the American dream, though. Is is the ability to come from a culture and integrate your culture into the melting pot that is America. And Ameri- That's what makes us so great. And, I, you know, it's funny that the Christmas, the Christmas season is like 
it's like the patriotic America season. Almost. Because we have so many holidays that we celebrate. You go to other countries, they don't celebrate all these holidays. They're not going to celebrate all this array of holidays. They don't celebrate anything. Yeah, they don't celebrate it. They're they're sad and terrible, depressed. They might have a... I mean, Israel's pretty cool. They have a bunch of... Jewish holidays are pretty awesome. Right. Um, You know, and maybe maybe some of the European countries have some good holidays. And I know that they celebrate... They have some epic celebrations of Christmas and Easter in 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 uh, in Italy. They have right. some, you know, in Rome. They've got some pretty solid holidays where a bunch of people show up and whatnot, you know, because they're Christianish, Christianesque, you know, the Christian-esque. whole Catholic thing. Ugh. But we won't go on that. That that'll be a depressing sad to- to talk be, about. Let, let, yeah. So so, so anyway, jumping ahead, um, Friday, December thirteenth. Yes, is Acker Night. And that is the uh, the Akronite Music Showcase. Um, and when and, does that start? Uh, that starts at five thirty. Nice. And goes till eight thirty. The opening ceremony starts at five. Um, and you can uh, you can pick up. Oh, so I buy a scarf every year mm-hmm. from Fancy That. Ooh. On Akronite. Um, and and where is from Fancy 10 That? To Twenty bucks. It's right over on. Um, uh, I don't know the name of that road. Um, uh, you know what? It's right next to the Wild Iris Coffee Shop. Okay. So if you if you know Prescott at all or you're there, ask. They'll point you that direction. Anyway, they do an Acker Night scarf, um, and you can pick it up as early as noon that day. Wow. So, uh, Is we'll, that so that you can show up at Acker Night already sporting the scarf? Already scarfed. Mm. Yes. Um, so did you are... scarf one up last year? <laughs> I did. I actually have two of them. <laughs> um, the first year was a very red one, and I'm not a red fan very much. Mm. Um, but the the next year is a nice blue and green and very Christmassy. It's plaid. Blue um, and they're green. very soft and comfy. Um, I'm not much of a scarf guy, but I kind of like those. So that's kind of cool. Um, you can get your pictures taken with Santa Claus. The Prescott High School Choir is going to be singing. Uh, the Wells Fargo Stagecoach is going to be there. Ooh, the Stagecoach. Yeah, that's going to be pretty cool. Um, and then there's just, you know, there's lots of different places. You know, you know what would be cool? I'm just going to go off on a tangent here for a sec. You know how they used to, like, send everything by Stagecoach? I mean, that's the whole Wells Fargo thing. Right. Was that there used to be the, you know, they're pulling on the whole uh, mail used to be sent by Stagecoach. You know, you had the... Right, right. The, uh, the Express... And they the, would uh, uh, the Stagecoach Express the stage, or the yeah, mail, and, the Mail Express yeah the Mail Pony Express, Express. the pon- that's what it is Pony the Pony Express. Express. Pony Express and they would they would have runners set up at intervals for as long as the horse could run and the horse would run to the section and then they would pass off the letter and the next person would go so the letter would continuously go this was of course before um, the um, the Intercontinental Railroad was built okay and completed by uh, by Ulysses Grant and his uh, commission. They commissioned the railroad to be finished for that. Um, and so that's how they would get mail to the West Coast or to the states on the West Coast. Um, and uh, I, I think it'd be kind of cool since they have this whole, you know, retro thing has become popular right now, you know, with like uh, records and stuff like that. I think it'd be cool to be like, I'm going to write this letter to someone instead of sending an email and I want to send it by Pony Express. That would be pretty cool. I mean, that would I think that'd be cool. You know, I, I, I kind of relive that a little bit, maybe, I guess. Or maybe you could deliver it yourself with the Pony Express. Ooh. That actually would be a cool ride. 
It would be a cool ride. To do like a stretch of the Pony Express. Just a short one. You know, just like, you know. 20 miles. 20, 30 mile stretch of the Pony Express. I think that'd be kind of cool. That That would be cool. Who knows? Maybe there's an area of the country where they still do that. I would assume that in some of the northern places where it's hard to get to, they would uh, deliver mail by camelback or Camels? In northern areas? I, I don't know. Southern? I don't know. Camels are like desert animals. Oh, okay. Anyway. Um, anyway that's accurate. So, you, you forgot on the 7th. You forgot something on the 7th. The 7th is, is the, the courthouse, courthouse lighting. lighting. So, after the courthouse lighting, up the street, across from Charlotte Hall Museum. Correct. At, there is going to be at 7 At o'clock. 7 o'clock. I just, I just texted him to make sure. So, it's at 7 o'clock. It's, so, it's going to be right in the middle of the lighting, which is... Anyway. Well, it'll be the end of the lighting. Towards the end of the lighting. Because the lighting goes all the way to 8 o'clock. So there's that extra hour in there. But anyway, at 7 o'clock, there is a um, rendition of a Muppet Puppets Christmas Carol. Carol. Called a Puppets Christmas Carol. Called a Puppet Christmas Carol. And that's Carol. at 422 West Gurley Street. Across and from that Hall. is going to be pretty awesome. And it's going to be pretty pretty fantastic. Um, it's uh, one, of my, one of my best friends is the director. He's, uh, he is quite the puppet master. And uh, he is putting that all together, and it's going to be awesome. Um, so there's that. So let's. I just wanted to make sure we got that in. Yes, absolutely. So then you know, Akronite, of course, the next week. And so talking about the Christmas season. Okay. Okay. Um, I did some little bit of research here, and a lot of people fly. Right. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. here's some helpful tips. These are the best ways to fight germs on an airplane. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, so we've all been there. You're on a full flight, stuck in the middle of a seat between a coffer and a sneezer. Ooh. And nowhere to run. Ooh. Are you doomed to get sick? Dr. Travis Stork, co-host of The Doctor, says there may be something you can do. If uh, germy particles are floating in the air, switch on your overhead air vent to the highest setting, aimed downward at your fit- face. The air will actually push those particles away. Oh, that's clever. While many stock up on vitamin C and take other supplements designed to strengthen the immune system for travel, Stork says, wellness is more in your head than you think. All of these supplements out there, and a lot of it is just placebo effect. Right. Um, for those of you who don't know what placebo is, placebo is is you take something that you think is going to help you because you think it's going to help you, it helps you. Right. Right? So, um, Which I think is, I think the percentage on that is like 40-something percent of the time a placebo effect will actually work, wow. depending on the person. So if you're more optimistic and you believe you're going to get better, your immune system, uh, strangely, fires up. So that's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. So anyway, that's a helpful tip there to uh, blow the air on your face. So like that would be an opposed to like saran wrap or something. Uh, yeah, I mean, don't wrap your head in saran wrap. Or their because heads then, in wrap. Well, I guess you could wrap, but then you might get, you know, that might be assault. You might get kicked off the plane. Yeah. Also, don't pretend to be sick to get a seat upgrade. Ah, yes. Because that just happened and the person got kicked off the plane. Did they really? Yes. Oh, wow. I just happened to see it while I was scrolling through some stories this morning. So. Good grief. Yeah. All right, so let's see. Uh, while we're talking about Christmas stuff, let's keep talking about Christmas stuff. Yeah, no, I've got a bunch of, I've got a bunch of, uh, 
of uh, little things here that are helpful. I, for right now, am looking at the um, beautiful exhibit of patriotism uh, that Melina Trump unveiled in the White House Christmas decorations. Awesome. What was it? So, um, apparently, like, a good portion of the Christmas ornaments and decorations are patriotic. Um, the exhibit is called The Spirit of America. And it is, some of these pictures are pretty awesome. Wow, that is a huge Christmas tree. Dang. So. Ooh. This this Christmas, part of the Christmas display has um, gingerbread houses shaped like national monuments. Okay, that's fantastic. Including the uh, Golden Gate Bridge. The, um, uh, well, that's the White House. I can see that. That's the, um, that's the front of the White House. Then you've got, um... The Statue of Liberty. You've got the arch that's in... Uh, gingerbread. Yeah, these are all gingerbread made. What's the arch? The big giant arch is in... Where is that? Oh, I can't remember where the arch is. St. Louis? St. Louis, yes. Is that where it is? Meet me in St. Louis, Louis. Um, and then it has the Alamo from Texas. It has the, it has the um, Mount Rushmore heads. It has the Seattle Needle. I can't see if there's anything else on there. I think that's all of them that I can see in this picture anyways. But they've got it all lit up and everything's been um everything's been uh doused in uh frosting to be the correct colors. Oh. So the Statue of Liberty has got green on it. The uh Golden Gate Bridge has red all over it. Um although interestingly enough, a lot of our monuments are white. They really are. It's, I didn't even really think about it before until looking at this, but a good portion of our national monuments and national icons are, are white in shape. But that's mostly because we used stone for a lot of our older monuments. Yes. And stone is usually that kind of tannish white color. Um, it's like a light gray. Yeah, like a light gray. Or a slate gray. Wow, this is a lot of Christmas trees. There's like 30 Christmas trees in this picture. Good Lord. This is one of the hallways. Man, that was cool. So, yeah, if you get a chance, I think that there is actually a website that's set up where you can see all of the pictures of the White House. I don't remember what it is. I think they mentioned it the first year they did it, right after he got elected. Okay. Um, but there is a website. I think you could probably go on to the White House's official website and um, and see it. So... Um, with that being said, uh, other Christmas stuff, it was beginning to look a lot like Christmas over Thanksgiving, that's for sure. Oh, it was very much outside. Was because the amount of snow that we And received. we still have snow outside, which is actually kind of amazing, something we talked about where snow kind of goes away really fast. And it didn't this It time. didn't. It actually, we got enough of it, and it's actually been pretty cold still to where there's still snow outside. There's actually still snow on the porch. Yep. Less now, because I shoveled a bunch of it off Excellent. this Thank morning. Also, I finally uh, grabbed my shovel. the heat is still out. It's not too bad in here, though. It's kind of nice in here. Well, I had the heater on all night long. So, so my house is nice and warm. (laughs) We're doing the podcast at your house tomorrow. 
I, I, I don't mind. It's a little bit more creaky All and, right, so and shaky, some, though. This is something pretty cool on travel. You ready? With the traveling, because it's Christmas. Oh, okay. I was going to talk about the weather, but we'll do that. Oh, we can do the weather in a minute. Um, it is safe to use phones on planes. Ooh. So a committee ruled that handheld devices do not interfere with electronics on most airliners. Now, this is kind of a, a misleading story because flights could soon be much more tech-friendly following a leaked report that suggests that all devices connected to Wi-Fi can be used in most U.S. airliners. Which is something that's already been a thing. Which I mean, has already been When going, we that's, traveled... That's what I mean. Well, we when we Wi-Fi. traveled, you you pay the whatever the little fee or whatever. And you connect to And you Wi-Fi. have access to the Wi-Fi on the computer, and you can pretty much do anything you want. Yeah. I mean, because you have access to the Internet, and at that point, you could do Skype calls... You could do uh, uh, what's what's iPad thing Face FaceTime FaceTime yeah you can do FaceTime FaceTime um, I know that Android has a version of that that's through an app where yeah. you can actually call other Android devices that have it. Mom uses that one, right? Yeah, her and Joe. I don't remember what it's called though. Yeah, I don't. But remember. I mean, it's the same type of thing. So I mean, essentially at that point, you can do anything that you normally would be able to do. Right. With a phone through the through the Wi Fi. So yeah, conti- through, it, what what else Wi-Fi. do they have to say about that? They just say that it connects to the Wi-Fi and it's safe. Oh, so it's just... Yeah. And it's at all points on the flight. Not just above the 10,000 uh, foot limit. So I always thought that the reason they did that was not because it would interfere with the electronics. Uh, <clears throat> excuse me. I thought that the... Uh, you okay over there? Yeah, yeah, I'm just, you know, choking on my uh, on myself here. Just got a little saliva well, caught there, there as I was talking. Um, turns out that when it snows, it dries out everything. Yeah, yeah. I'm, so I'm, my throat is dying right now. I uh, I did some serious re-moisturizing yesterday. Drank probably about four or five gallons of water last oh, night, just to try to like recover a little bit. Been using hand cream all over my hands because they're all dry. Anyway, um, I always thought that the reason that they didn't want you to use your your devices. electronic devices during takeoff was because if something happens you have your phone in your hand you have your computer in your hand and if something happens it'll hit you or it right. can fly around the cabin yeah, I think or it can interfere with communication because communication between the tower and the airplane when it's lifting off is hugely important and when it's landing especially yeah especially when actually more so when it's landing than when it's taking off because once it's taking off you can just move yeah. out of the way or yeah, something but still. when you're landing it's pretty much just like you're coming down, and you're going really fast when you're coming down. I uh, I have a speedometer app on my phone. Yeah. And we were going at like three hundred and something plus miles an hour. Yep. Up there at ten thousand feet. Which is pretty cool. So you're going really, really fast when you're flying. So there's that. Indeed. So weather then? Shall we do? Shall we do weather? Are we at the bottom of the hour? We are actually. Less than three minutes from the bottom of the hour, so we can do the bottom so of the hour. So we are at the bottom of the hour. Right now. Uh, hi. Hi. This is Pod Bros. Pod Bros. A um, Sound Bros Productions podcast. Podcast. On subsidiary. subsidiary. Of Sound Bros Productions. We are, uh, we're using this podcast just to kind of have some good banter, have something uh, fun to do, get, get our name out there, do some chatting. Um, if you have any, any, uh, anything that you think we should talk about, let us know. Drop us a line. Uh, follow us on Podbean, um, 
and on and iTunes. And on iTunes. Soon to be on Google Play. Drop YouTube. us a like on Facebook. Um, we are on Facebook. Uh, or follow us a like. No, Fo- follow us right. and like us. And like us. Oh, okay. Yes. Nick doesn't use Facebook, so it's okay. He's going to do all of our uh, Instagram. So posts. someone, so someone's actually following us, or is it like a digital thing? It's a digital follow. So there's not like people not like outside the house. Follow, like waiting for us outside. No. Okay, good. No, just on the internet. Yeah, um, it would be a little creepy if people were following you around. Like, hi, I like you. I'm going to follow you now. Oh, okay. Yeah, that'd be a little like. I don't think like, that'd be that weird. Following around, just like I like that. I just I, li- I like that. I don't know how I feel about people disliking things though. Like, oh, well, I don't you like can't that. Dislike anything. That's the problem with Facebook is you don't have a dislike button. I wish can, we had. Can a Can you dislike give them a button. thumbs down though? No. Or is that just YouTube? No, you can do thumbs down on YouTube. But oh, you that's YouTube. Okay. Facebook, so. Could you imagine that though? Like someone doing something like you would do that you would film on YouTube, and someone just kind of walked up to you and be like, "That was dumb." Thumbs down. <laughs> walking away. Thumbs down. See the problem. Or like taking a post and like stapling it to the guy. Like right, here's right. a negative post. Yeah, dear goodness. Uh, uh, and you get executed if you get too many dislikes. I think I've heard of that. I've before. heard of that before too. That was on an episode of uh, of the Orville. Yep, it was very good. Anyway, um, so uh, bottom of the hour. Yep. Podbean production. Uh, Pod Sound Bros Productions. Podbean uh, on Pod, Podbean on Podbean. We are Pod, Pod Bros. Bros. Wow. Um, and like I said, we're working on getting Google Play, YouTube, um, and uh, and getting uploaded there. As soon as we do actually get this uh, going here shortly, where you should be able to um, have a Patreon going. Yes. Um, and uh, and we're looking for you know at this point right now um, we're looking for folks that um, wanna the because the Patreon is not just for the podcast uh, the Patreon is going to actually be for our production company um, and so that'll be helping us build um, that'll be helping us build the recording studio and uh, getting ourselves squared away uh, to be able to give back to the community with recordings and and helping people uh, you know helping people just kind of discover their dreams you know. People who uh, people who mm. want to sing and play music and, um, and and sing and play music and sing and play music at the same time, um, and uh, you know and have somebody mix that down for you. That's always fun. You know, that's always a good thing. Spending some time in a studio is, is fun. I, I enjoy it. So indeed, um, and that's part of the reason why we wanted to do this. So um, let us know uh, what you think of that. Let us know if uh, if a uh, if like a crowd crowdfunding would be something that we should do um, for the. Uh, for the for this production company, I think that would be pretty cool, or or whatever. We'll see. We'll see where that ends up. But that is the end of the bottom of the hour. It is. Um, and now to the weather. And now we to the weather. Go to uh, Nick. Nick, how's it doing out there? So today it is mostly sunny, or partly sunny. Sorry, not mostly sunny. Partly sunny. Um, the high right now is just around thirty six. The high today is fifty four degrees. Right now, it's about 37 degrees um, with a 69% humidity. Oh, wow. Um, it's going to stay this way and then become mostly cloudy by tomorrow. And I originally said that it was going to be, there. we were predicting snow. Now, they're predicting just rain showers awesome. on Tuesday night, Wednesday, and Wednesday night. And then by the end of the week... It'll kind of clear up, ish, but it'll still be mostly cloudy. It looks like there's a, uh, looks like there's a nice little storm sitting over, this area right now. Awesome. They're also in the long term forecast. They're predicting that we might get more 
precipitation on Saturday night, maybe Sunday. Okay. But it's very slight. It's a small chance right now. Not a big chance. It's below 30%. So at that point, it's, you know, it looks like we might be able to get some, but we're not sure. So, you know, that sort of thing. Anyway. So stay safe, basically, um, is what we're saying. Well, yeah. Actually, I think it'll be kind of nice because the, the rain will get rid of all the excess ice that's been laying around under the snow, you know. Indeed. In the areas that the sun doesn't really get to. Um, I, or who knows? It might turn into snow and then we'll just get some more snow. Right? Which would be okay with. Yeah, I think I'd be okay with that. Hopefully after we get our driveways fixed, yes? Yeah, yeah, for sure. All right. So that's the weather. You got another story over there. I have a I have a lot of stories, but I, I you know I don't know where we want to go with this here. Cause I have a very heartwarming story. Ooh. Um. So Houston, Texas. I like her. The Houston Texans. They're a football team. Okay. Their wide receiver, DeAndre Hopkins. Okay. He has a tradition. And his tradition is every time he scores a touchdown. He finds his blind mother in the stands and gives her the football. He finds his blind mother? In the in the stands and gives her the football. Wow. Every time he scores a touchdown. That's really cool. Which is... that's So she can't actually watch him play, but she gets a football every time he gets a touchdown. So she knows that he scored a touchdown. So she knows he it's, scored a touchdown. It's kind of awesome. I mean, you know... Mom, moms are pretty awesome, and clearly his mom is pretty awesome, or at least he thinks he, she is. Yeah, absolutely. which is all that really matters. I mean, that's in that the the scripture the the children are rise up and call her blessed. Rise up and call yes. her blessed. So in this case, he rises up and gives her a football, nice. which I mean is she's probably got a pretty big array of footballs by now. Right. from her son. I, I would assume so because he's 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 a decent player. He's pretty good. So, well, clearly he's good enough to have a whole story about and how a, often... And a regular tradition. How often he does this regular tradition of, you know, giving his mom a football. Right. So, it's, it's pretty cool. Alright, so, uh, what do you do during the holidays... More than anything else around in the in, in the time of the holidays. What do I what I do what, the most? Well, what is the thing that people like? Or a lot of times they're complaining about. Uh, we do a lot of, like what eating? Eating, right? And and that means that we gain weight. You know, I I would in the past I would have said yes, but I my eating doesn't really change much. Yeah, mine mine doesn't anymore either. But there are a lot of people that do. I mean, so, I, I will. I, I usually what I do is I set aside for the extra eating. For the extra eating. Um, so that it doesn't affect me as much. Right. As a matter of fact, this Thanksgiving, which just happened a couple of days ago, I mostly just ate meat. I didn't really eat any of the fatty extra stuff. Right. But I did save some pie, and I have a piece every now and again because it's pie. And you got to have some pie, you know? All right, so this is a, uh, a story. Ten things you can do to burn more calories. Oh, burning calories. Yes. So you want to get leaner, but you don't want to 
be found spending every waking second you happen to have in a gym, right? So yeah, I don't actually. Everybody I actually like, don't want to spend like any time at in gyms. Yeah. So. So everybody's looking for shortcuts, right? Uh, but these are a little. So bit... these sounds like shortcuts for me. Maybe. Well, the, maybe. Because they because they reduce gym time. So uh, being on a low calorie diet for an expended, extended period of time will also significantly decrease your total daily calorie burn. However. No, it, it says it decreases it. Oh well, decrease your lower. Decreases it. You know so what? You, you know what else use it does? Your diet breaks wisely, basically. You know what it do- also does? Because I have a friend who uh, who I worked with at Walmart, who did a low calorie diet for a a, per- a couple periods of time, but he couldn't he couldn't sustain it, and the main reason is because he had no energy. Right. Because you get. Yeah, you get drained. You get drained because you, you don't drained. have enough energy. Anyway, continue. So to overcome this. So that you can burn calories faster, implement diet breaks every four to six weeks while on a program. So two days of higher calorie eating will immediately help reverse the resulting sluggish metabolism um, and help you burn more calories. So that's number one is using diet breaks wisely. Interesting. So um, number two, read rather than watch TV. Interesting. Um, Sitting uh, in in at night to watch TV for hours at a time is one of the lowest calorie burning activities. So why not make more of your free time instead? Pick up a good, uh, pick up a uh, good book and do some reading. They dropped out book because uh, the writers here are garbage. Anyway, well, it's online writers that don't have any yeah. editors. Not only uh, will you enrich your mind, but sp- but reading burns uh, f- up far more calories as the brain stays active. Um, as the brain stays active, metabolic metabolically speaking. Metabolic. Since it runs off pure glucose, that means you will burn up more of your carbohydrates uh, you've eaten while reading than watching late night talk shows. Basically, uh, Jimmy Kimmel is rotting your brain and you're dying of obesity. He's rotting your body, apparently. He's rotting your body. Okay. Number three. No, prioritize su- no surprise there, but sleep. continue. So prioritize sleep. Uh, those who don't get enough uh, sleep at night are also going to be at risk of suffering from a slow metabolism. In addition to that, getting enough sleep will also increase your glucose tolerance, uh, so you'll be able to handle any carbohydrates you consume that much better. That means you'll have a lower chance of suffering from an increase of body body fat. Um, and I like how they use the word suffering and body fat together there. As if it's something like a, like a plague or something like that. I don't know. I feel like I'm a plague. You look like a plague right Thank now. Uh, number four, play sports. Mm. Stop and go sports are an excellent way to rev up your metabolism and blast calories fast. The nature of these sports mimics that of interval training. So join in a game of basketball, hockey, soccer, or football whenever your time permits. As an added benefit, you'll also Wait a minute. Your Wait a minute. Hold on a second. Did you just say hockey, play. soccer? What is hockey, soccer? Uh, no, hockey, comma, soccer. Okay, sorry. I just I kind of got excited about a new sport. Well, what would hockey, soccer be? I don't know. Um... Well, we already we already designed a new sport called sports ball. Yes, um, that is played on the top of a hockey stadium. Right. So maybe um, they play hockey soccer inside the stadium. Inside the sta- stadium on the ice rink, with slippery shoes. And a soccer ball. And a soccer ball. Or a football for those of you who are not part of the United Football. States. Football. 
Um, I don't know. That would be interesting. Do they still think, use hockey know, sticks? You know what would be better though is, is or do they use baseball bats with baseball bats and instead of a ho- instead of a ba- um, a uh, soccer ball to use either like a basketball or like a tether ball? No, no, but it has to be a soccer ball though because it's called hockey soccer. Why? Why can't it be a volleyball? Because then it would be hockey volleyball. Hockey ball. Um, Let's just call it hockey soccer. Yeah, hockey soccer. Okay, number five. Get down and do 20. Okay. So performing short bursts of body weight exercises whenever you have a free second is another great way to up your total daily calorie burn and strengthen your muscles. Okay. Every so often, get down and do 20 push-ups, body squats, or body weight squats, crunches, or if you have a bar available, pull-ups, and you'll also energize yourself in the process. So that's interesting. I, interesting. I, would, I would actually like to try that. I don't know that I could do pull-ups. Oh, I cannot do pull-ups. I definitely know that. Um, but, you know, I don't know. So, number six. Uh, get up and move. Another easy way to boost your calorie burn is simply to get up and move more. Sitting for extended periods throughout the day is really going to cause a reduction in your me- metabolic rate and lower your total amount of calories burned. Try to set a timer and get up at least once an hour, if not every 30 minutes, and walk around for a couple of minutes. At the end of the day, this can add up to an extra 100 to 200 calories and make a big difference in your progress. Interesting. Uh, Number seven, bring back your carbs. Okay. Those currently on low-carb diets for expended periods of time are also going to be at the risk of sluggish metabolism. Your carbohydrate intake is closely linked to your thyroid gland function, so not eating enough will decrease its effectiveness, right. slowing your calorie burn. Because the thyroid is one of the main parts that helps you lose weight. Right. So start adding some healthy carbohydrates back in your diet uh, before your workout as well as your meals just following. You'll be less likely to store them as body fat and notice a dramatic difference in as a result. Uh, number eight. Number eight. Uh, power your meals with protein. One of the fastest, easiest ways to instantly boost your metabolism is to simply get more protein into your diet. Each time you eat a protein-rich food, the body is going to expand, expel so many calories, simply breaking it down, making this an ideal way to instantly increase your daily calorie burn. For each 100 calories of protein you consume, you'll only net around 75 of those calories, so you can see how those easily add up. Nice. That's actually really cool. I didn't know that. Number nine, add a few hot peppers. Mm. Adding a few hot peppers to your meal is another quick way to instantly burn more calories. Hot peppers, as well as chili peppers, contain capsaicin. I butchered that one, sorry. Yeah, you did. Which will cause the body to start expelling more energy as heat, increasing, increasing your total calorie burn. If hot peppers aren't your thing, then cayenne pepper will work the same way. So, hot peppers or chili peppers? Right. Red hot chili Chili peppers peppers. nice segue thank you carry Uh, on number 10 have a cup of green tea green tea offers numerous health benefits which will cause you to burn calories daily this beverage is very rich in antioxidant content and will help fend off free radical damage that could lead to disease be sure to serve your green tea with some lemon rather than add sugar to prevent the additional addition of unnecessary calories you know i like green tea 
I don't like green tea with ginseng, though. I don't know that I've ever actually had just green just tea. Just green tea is actually really good with honey. Okay. Is, or lemon. Or le- I'm not a big fan of that, personally. I prefer having some sweetener in my tea. Right, right. But with honey, green tea with honey is, is really good. Right. Um, actually, honey works really well for most teas as a sweetener. Okay. Um, of okay. course, we use... We use un, we use cut uh, raw sugar. Yeah, raw sugar, which yeah, is it's just. I think it's uh, fifteen calories a tablespoon. Yeah, it's pretty small, and it's, it's, it's and it's it's, it's delicious. Stuff. It's yeah. it's amazing, un, unbleached. Unbleached. Um, it's just been. Speaking of sugar, processed down a little bit. I'm craving that crema wheat again. Ooh, I love crema wheat. To chew. <laughs> You and your chewing of cream wheat. Honestly, I haven't had cream wheat in such a long time that I don't remember if I chew it or not. Well, we'll have to have some cream wheat. Although I will say though that the way that, so how how do you make cream wheat though? Do you make it the way mom makes it? Do you make it the way dad makes it? I don't know the difference. So mom lets her cream wheat boil the water get chunky. Oh, gross! No, to where there's little clumps of it, and in that case, then yes, I do chew it. No, but the I way Dad like makes his cream of wheat is that it's very smooth, and the only thing you really get is that little rubbery layer that goes over the top. Yes, that's the I like that. Yeah, with a, with a little bit of butter and some sugar in there. Oh yeah, oh, mm. or brown sugar depending on how you're feeling. Because well, that's the nice thing about molasses this one, this raw is sugar. awesome. Well, this raw sugar actually has a little brown to it. It does, but it doesn't taste like molasses though. No, it doesn't. So doesn't. maybe we could get some molasses and put it with the sugar. Although I do like just brown sugar. Sometimes I like just eating brown sugar, which is really bad for you. But it does have molasses in it, which is good for you. And it helps with hair stimulation. So, um... Depending on the kind of molasses you're using. Really? Yeah. So I could rub it into my head and maybe my hair will grow back? Uh, I think it has more to do with losing the color of your hair. Oh. And the overall healthiness of your hair. Okay. I'm not sure that it would cause hair to grow... Okay, so here's per something se. interesting um, in this world of snowflakes and whatnot. Um, oh, snowflakes. Yeah, well, we were talking about this earlier. So apparently there's a, there's a new movie out with Robert De Niro and... Um, um, and uh, Al Pacino. Al Pacino, okay. Right? And so Anna Paquin is in the movie. Right. Um, and she's a, she's a great actress, right? Well, all um, three of the people you just named are great actors. Are great, great actors, yeah. And and Robert Robert De Niro and, and Al Pacino are, are both very good actors. Yep. Um, and and then Anna Anna is also a very good actor. She did the the uh, the HBO two True Blood series, the Vampire series for I a very long. Never time. saw it, so. Uh, I think the first thing I saw her in uh, that was recognizable was the first X Men. Oh, that's right. She was yeah, in the she first was Rogue. She was. Yeah, and so that was that was good. Um, so anyway, she's in this new movie, and apparently there is a there is a backwash. Of upset people because she only had uh, a very short amount of dialogue in, in six or seven movie. lines, right? Yeah. And so, um, so this article is Robert De Niro actually defends her um, uh, and her lack of dialogue. So Martin Scorsese's The Irishman made its Netflix debut over the Thanksgiving holiday weekend, and with it came more backlash and defenses regarding Anna Paquin's supporting role. The Oscar-winning actress stars in The Irishman as the adult version of Peggy Sharon, the daughter of Robert De Niro's Frank Sharon. The role is largely silent. Uh, Paquin speaks only seven lines of dialogue during the film's three-and-a-half-hour runtime. Wow. While some moviegoers have found dramatic power in Peggy's silence, 
Others have criticized Scorsese for casting Paquin and not letting her speak. In a recent interview, not with, letting her speak. Not letting her speak. Yeah. So this is the social justice thing. Yeah. This right? is this is yeah. people not understanding uh, theater and art. Well, it's it's almost like they're saying that she had more lines and he cut them out. Right. Right. Which I doubt very much. Uh, but that's his job, also as but, the director. But the the thing is, though, is that if she really did produce an epic performance that was well, so that in, was compelling without the lines, right? And so, in in a recent interview with USA Today, Robert De Niro stood up for his co star and defended her nearly silent role in The Irishman. De Niro said she was very she was very powerful, and that was it, and that's what it was. Maybe in other scenes there could have been some interaction between Frank and her, possibly, but this but that's how it was done. She's terrific, and it resonates. So Pacman herself came forward on social media shortly after Netflix opened uh, in selected theaters. Oh, so it, it, it actually opened in theaters. Certain theaters, yeah. Certain theaters. Uh, to stand by her casting, the actress re- reminded moviegoers that she auditioned for the role of Peggy with knowledge that it was a limited, limited speaking role and that, it, and that in no way did Scorsese order her not to speak to them. See, this is exactly what I just said. Yep. This is what I was saying at the beginning. Someone feeling like they need to, to defend someone, to defend someone who doesn't need, who to, doesn't be need to be defended. Exactly. Yeah, don't help me. Yeah. Right. So interesting, interesting stuff. Um, I haven't seen The Irishman yet. Neither have I. Um, I don't know that I. Uh, I might watch it. I might not. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, like dramas some, like that are some of the previews I saw. It was kind of like the the lawyer's take on The Godfather. Yeah, kind of yeah. what I was getting, you know. Yeah. You, I don't know if anyone, if you have ever seen The Godfather, the lawyer who's part of the family is Irish, which is actually a. Uh, we'll do a little historical so, bit so, here it's a normal thing. at the end of our the end podcast. Of our podcast day. So, um, and, and some political stuff too, because it all fits in. So, uh, the United States is been founded on immigration from the very beginning of our country. The, the pilgrims, <coughs> and the people that uh, settled Jamestown were okay. immigrants. They they immigrated from England. To what is now the United States at the time was simply called the New World. Um, it was later called America in, in. Later on, when Amerigo Vespucci's, all of his stuff became a little bit more famous and became a little bit more common, to call it America, the continent, the North American continent, South American continent of America, the Americas. Um, But for a long time, it was simply just referred to as the New World. Um, And then, of course, after the colonies were established, they were referred to as the colonies. Very descript, you know, ways of saying it. But um, immigrants, they all immigrated. Then... As the colonies continued to grow internally, more people immigrated from England, from France, from Spain, um, a lot of different European places, um, migrating to the United States, or to the, sorry, to the colonies, um, to the Americas, to the New World. Um, And then, after the American War for Independence, and the formation of the United States under the Articles of Confederation, there was more migration and immigration to the United States of America, which weren't actually called the United States of America yet. 
um, under the Articles of Confederation. It wasn't until the uh, the Declaration of, or the uh, the Constitution that they were specifically referred to as these United States of America. Um, and and then at that point we had even more immigration coming to the point where they actually made a provision in the Constitution about the president. And um, because our country was founded around immigration, there was actually a provision that if you were born, if you were a citizen before a specific date, that you could still be president even though, even if you hadn't been native born. Okay. Which is interesting because that never actually happened. That provision was never actually used. Really? Because uh, Washington was born in the was born in Virginia. Adams was born in New England. Um, Jefferson was born in Virginia. Okay. Um, and then, uh, I mean, just all, from that point, once you got to that point, all of them had all been, they were all born in the United States. So there was never an issue. So anyway, um, with that being said, uh, as immigration went on, different immigrants would come in and they would be part of kind of like the lower class and they would be kind of rejected. Um, uh, for example, Irish need not apply or whatever, or, you know, that sort of thing. And the Germans dealt with that a lot up through the 1800s. And once you got into the beginning of the 20th century, end of the eight, end of the 1800s, end of the 19th century, beginning of the 20th century, the, uh, a lot of people from the, the Southern part of Europe, Italy, Spain, Greece, started migrating to the United States, and they became the bottom rung, essentially. And the people that had migrated earlier, like the Germans and the Irish, moved into positions of lawyers and uh, politicians and uh, uh, policemen and different things, you know, middle level, kind of that middle level, you know, business owners, that sort of thing. And the Italian population came in as the bottom class. And so it was not that far-fetched for an Irishman to be a lawyer or a cop or something like that. And so, you know, and then of course, as time continued on, most Italians moved out of the bottom rung kind of crime syndicate type thing into the realm of politicians and lawyers and policemen. And the next group moved into that. And it's, it's actually continued that way. And we, we've had a few exceptions. For example, uh, a lot of the, uh, Chinese that are migrating to the United States now are moving right into the middle class because China is a little bit more modernized in the last few years. Right. And so a lot of their people are a little bit more educated, I guess you could say. They're not the poor, ignorant masses that need that adjusting time right. to become part of the United States. And even the, the Mexican populations that are moving up from the south are moving into the middle class much faster than previous migrated groups have. And I think part of that has to do with technology. And, you know, depending on on the work ethic of certain groups that have come into the United States has affected how fast it's taken them to get into that middle class, which is kind of the goal. The goal is, you know, that the American dream is to get into that middle class and maybe even get up into that upper class. But the middle class is the big part of America, and that's where, I mean, that's where we live. That's where most people like to live. It's well, nice. It's because it's comfortable. It's very comfortable. Leisurely, play, you know, a, 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 
a leisurely pace that you can live at. And, uh, you know, we have all, we have all sorts of different groups of people that live in, you know, this goes back to our conversation about, um, holidays is that here, at least in the, in the Southwest, we celebrate Cinco de Mayo, which is a fantastic holiday. It's actually an American holiday that, that Mexican immigrants kind of created in the beginning of the 20th century because they didn't want to, they wanted to celebrate the fact that they were Mexicans, but they didn't want to associate themselves with Mexico because Mexico was going through a terrible, horrible revolution with um, Pancho Villa. Right. Um, so, with that being said, um, just a little side thing real quick. We love our immigrants. We yes. love when they come to the country and become part of our country. That's what we want. We want them to become part of our country. Yep, absolutely. So, with that being said... This is the end of the Monday after Thanksgiving podcast. Podcast. Indeed. So, Sambros Productions uh, producing Podros. Podros on um, Podbean. On Podbean. On, on, iTunes, on iTunes. Soon to be on Google Play and on um, uh, YouTube. Yep. So, um, give us a like. Follow us. Follow us. Share Follow us, us a friends. like. Give us a and uh, give no, us no. and give us topics to talk about. I mean, this is not just us blathering on. We wanna we wanna talk about things you wanna hear. So give us funny stories. Know, let us know, and we'll uh, something you don't know about. You can always ask us. We'll talk about it on the podcast. Absolutely, we'll do some research and get it squared away for you. Um, because if you're not learning, you're, you're dying dead. or you're dead. So, with that being said, stay alive. Stay alive.